Two sisters lived on separate sides of the states. One in NYC and the other LA. They both moved to Chicago and decided to stay. Now here's their playful podcast packed with Kid Lit Parlay. Children's books. Are they really that great? Talking children's books is with Kate and Fuse Ace. Children's books. Why, what, and how? Fuse Ace and Kate will break it down for you now. Hello. 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 Hello there. Hello. Hello, <laughs> Bobbin. Hi, hi. Oh. Ah, from Mo. Uh, hi. It's uh, it, it's Betsy here and Kate. Yes, and this is yet another episode of Use Eight and Kate, where we determine whether or not picture books deserve to be in the canon of children's literature. And we are your host, Kate. I got a question for you. Yes. Does it bother you that people may not know who is the older sister? And who is the younger sister? All that matters is who's the prettier sister. Okay. And I think we all know the answer to that one. You I mean... so sweet to compliment <laughs> your betters. Oh, yes. Like yes. that? Well, I do have to respect my elders. Yeah. Yeah. Much, much older That's elders. That's not even... <laughs> That's somewhat true. Yes. yes, folks. Kate's younger than I am, which is why I pretend to know everything... And she makes fun of me. So it's, it's good we have that. I can use my, my youth as my ignorance excuse. Exactly. You can use it for precisely six years. Yes. And then you'll be my age and you won't be allowed to anymore. And clearly we'll keep this up for six years. Oh, yeah. Totally. Oh, yeah. Because sure. there are a lot of picture books out there. And they're making new ones all the time. So Damn it. This could never end. <sighs> Once we finish America, we'll move on to France. Oh my god! Exactly, and then we'll do the classics of France, do the classics of Germany, do the classics of Greenland. I feel like we need to sing that anime, anim, anim, what is that it's cartoon? It's called, An- it's called Animaniac. Yeah, yeah, the the, the uh. song with the countries and the. Oh, you. Why? Yes, I do have that memorized. United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru, Why? Republic Dominican. Why Cuba, didn't Caribbean, I fill up Greenland, my glass with rum sooner? Well, I... Okay, I can't, I'm going to stop because okay. uh, I stumbled and I don't want to embarrass myself. But I, I, do, I do know it well. Okay. So um, I want to give a little pop, before we get uh, to what the book is this week, uh, I want to give a little shout out um, to other children's literature podcasts that are out there. Um, because there are many. We are by no means the first. Um, but we could well be the last. Um, yeah, so, as a cheery thought, hey! Um, but yes, would like to give a shout out to my, I was going to say peeps, and it physically hurt my mouth to use the word peeps. You know, that's what the kids say these days. Yeah, no, it's not. No, they say homies, right? My dogs? (laughs) I I think we're a little behind the times. I got the 411 on this partage. Yeah. They hang tough all the time, <laughs> as I'm given to understand it. Or hang tight? Hang low? Hang they high. hang something. <laughs> something is definitely hanging. There's lots of hanging happening. There's lots of it. Hanging out, yes. So, yeah. shout out uh, to all the wonders. Uh, shout out to uh, the yarn. Shout out to the PW uh, Kids Cast. Uh, shout out to the now defunct and possibly dead and never going to come back Hornbook Podcast. We miss you, Roger. We need you back. 
We we love Sean, but we 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 need we need you back. Come back, man. Come back. All right. Should we do the book? What book? Oh, you might well ask. So I decided it was tricky because uh, last time when we did a book, uh, you wanted me to get a ten. Yeah. So I decided um, I would not do a ten this week. Okay. But you may disagree. You may think this is the tenniest ten that ever tend to ten. <laughs> okay. Maybe. Uh-huh. All right, so I'm I'm going to bring the book out of the bag, and I would like a drum roll. The book is Rainbow Six by Marcus Feister. We're going to say that's right. Okay. Because we're not entirely certain, even though he was literally just at my library. Yes. <laughs> the Rainbow Fish. Do you have any idea what this book is about? All I know is that it's about a rainbow fish mm. and that you hate it. I didn't say I hated it. I said it wasn't a 10. Well, I feel like I remember you saying in the past you hate Maybe that was fish. some other fish. Oh. You don't know. Maybe it was How swimming. many rainbow fish are there? Well, I don't know, man. I don't have a, the numbers behind me. There's, there's the I don't pow, know what pow it's fish. About. There's swimmy. There's a lot of fish in... It's a really pretty color. There's a lot cover. of fish in the sea. That's Am I right? It's pretty. Isn't it shiny? Yeah. The whole cover has right. these iridescent scales. Yeah. You don't see the shininess on kids' books all that often. And it looks like a happy fish. Doesn't it, though? Yeah. Doesn't it, though? Yeah. 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 Uh-oh. Does it get eaten? It is um, Shark Week. Does it get eaten by a shark? Is it Shark Week? Yeah. Ooh. This that is appropriate. And it, well, why you don't know, again, you don't know that, but I am going to say that I wish I'd brought swimming instead, but... All right, we're going to go with Rainbow Fish. So you're going to take this, you're going to take it into the room, you're going to read it. Okay. All right? While Kate is devouring the fish that, oh, she was so right. I hate this fish so much. Don't tell her. While she's out um, devouring the fish, uh, yes, my, uh, my quiz question of the week. So once again, um, you don't win anything but my love and your name on air. And uh, if you know the answer to this, this very special question, uh, you can email us at fusecate8 at gmail.com. So, the quiz question of the week is, Rainbow Fish, maybe the most popular import, uh, picture book import, I'm going to say, most popular picture book import from what country? It does not hail from America originally. It comes from another country. What is the other country that Rainbow Fish is? And uh, extra points if you know its original uh, title. I may have to give that point away because it is actually maybe one of the greatest titles of all time uh, in its original language. So uh, we'll just leave it at where does this book come from? And we're back. And uh, Kate, you have read the book. I have. But these fine people, they, they don't know what this book's about. I think you need to tell them what this book's about. I think you need to read the summary. And you know what kind of voice I want this week? Um, does it go like this? No? That would be awesome. Actually, I kind of want to do that next week. Self, <laughs> do the blubbery voice next week. Now you make me want to be happy doing Elmer Fudd, too. That would be amazing. Um, no, I want you... Okay, so uh, first I'm going to ask you a question. You're going to say no. 
because you're the wrong generation. But I'm going to ask you anyway. Have you ever seen The Warriors? No. Warriors, come out and play. Not no. that voice. I don't want you to do that guy. Good. That guy's awesome. I don't know what that is. Okay, it's good. You should see it. If you want something kitsch and crazy, it's fun. It's different gangs in New York, and this one gang's trying to get from uh, the top of the New York down to uh, Coney Island, but they've got to fight all these gangs along the way, and one of the gangs is entirely roller skates, and the other one's all... I don't think it was one that's clowns, but they're, they're all... Like, mimes. I think there's a mime gang, and uh, it's a great... Okay, you're closing your eyes in pain as what? I... Well, okay, what? Fine, Sorry. Fine. Oh, anyway, God. There is, okay, do you remember where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Yes. Okay. Do you remember the, like, uh, she was like the, the police chief, she was like the woman in charge, like she was an yeah. African-American woman? Okay. She began her career on the Warriors movie uh, as a DJ, and she talked like this. She had a DJ voice. Kate, I want you to read this in a cool DJ voice. Vanity of vanities. All is vanity. Certainly that's the case for Rainbow Fish. Too fond of his shiny scales, the day a small fish asks to have one, Rainbow Fish refuses abruptly. Word of his pride and greed travels and the other fish shun him, refusing to play his rainbow games. Left with just a starfish for a friend, Rainbow Fish is counseled to visit the mysterious octopus for advice. The octopus then tells our hero that he must share his scales with the friends that he has to make things right. The chance arises when the little fish asks for a scale, and when he gives it away he feels so much better. Soon other fish ask as well, until all that is left is a single scale, and a fish that feels he has fulfilled his duty to others. Very nice, very, very nice. All right, so, right from the start, what'd you think, Kate? <laughs> well, I'll admit, um, I was reading this next to our, I don't know what you're calling him this week, not the sound engineer, not the HD audio wait, wait. technician. I can check that. This week he's our Foley artist and head of global trends and futuring. Oh, interesting. Well, yeah. I was reading this next to him, mm -hmm. and as soon as uh, as soon as we were done, the first thing he said was communism. <laughs> oh, you are not far off from a comic. Well, we're gonna get to interpretations of the book a little later, but. Yes, indeed, socialism specifically has been the uh, the bar that brought down on this book many, 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 many times before. Many times before. But, on the other hand, mm -hmm. I can see this as a call to share, to All volunteer, right. Right. to make the world a better place by giving. That was the author's intent. Uh, he said it was about sharing, how kids have a hard time with that, um, and that was why he wrote the book. Yeah. That was his reasoning. I'm not sure maybe this was the best way to express that. Um, Amen. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Keep talking. Go ahead. Um, don't, don't let me influence you. Well, I know you hate it. I know, I know this is in your trifecta of books that you oh. don't like. 
I don't know what the third one is. Oh, wait. No, I do remember what the third one is. Yeah. 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 So, I know you don't like it, but I don't know why you don't like it. Okay. Well, I'll try to explain. So, in this book, he's got, first of all, this cheap, cheap, cheap book where it put these iridescent scales in. I like the scales. It's the first book that really was like, if we put something shiny on the cover... Kids are gonna want something shiny. Let's put something shiny on the cover. Work right. like a charm. It's work working like on a me. brilliant. It well, there you me. go. <laughs> there you go. Yes, and it's very effective. And um, it made me wonder, like, why if we can do this technology, why can't we put holograms in books for kids? I know there have been hologram books for kids, but not even in like the old fashioned. Do you remember like the little holograms? You know, no. no. Holograms are not cool anymore. I want a hologram book. Okay. Anyway. Um, I can't fault this book on not being the hologram book that I've so desperately wanted all these years. But what I can fault it on is perhaps the writing and the story. Um, and the art. But I won't really go into the art. Uh, I'll just stick with the story. So he has these scales. A fish, for no particular reason, comes up and says, Give me that. I want that. And he's like, mm, no. He says, please. Okay, please give me that part of your body that is still attached to you. Um, and he's like, no. And then everyone's like, he's mean for not physically removing a well, part of his skin. It's, it's not just it him saying no. It's how he said it. It's right? how he said mm -hmm. it. He said, who do you think you are? Cried the rainbow fish. Get away from me. Like, all right, that's rude. That's rude. That is rude. Does it deserve massive fish shunning? Because he's shunned. He is shunned. He is, because he upset the poor little All right. fish. Well, then, yes, he should apologize. Yeah. But then what he proceeds to do is, is yes, the fish, for whatever reason, he after he gets advice from the octopus, um, which I am behind that, because octopuses are very wise, in my opinion. Um, but why did the octopus um, squirt ink as it went away? Isn't that like a... That's to prove it's not a squid. <laughs> But because from the art, you wouldn't necessarily be able to tell. Um, well, I, I just, don't know because they can, and it's a detail, and it allowed the illustrator to. But the it's yeah, it's who's the, also the author. But the octopus had already disappeared into a dark cloud of ink. I'm pretty sure the octopus was like, "Get away from me! I'm gonna make sure you can get away from me." Here's some ink. See, I'm thinking it's more like I need a dramatic exit. I just and he's gone in a cloud of ink. Um, so then the fish comes back, says, give me a scale. And Rain of Fish not only gives him the scale, gives away, oh, let's just say every scale on his body to other fish. Except for one. Except for one. So everybody now is exactly the same. And he's given away the thing that makes him special in order to fit in. But I don't, that's, that's mm -hmm. not what made him special. Yeah. His caring heart is what makes him He didn't special. have a caring heart. He said no. Now he has a caring heart, and that is what okay. makes him special. What are they, uh, how about them with their caring hearts? What are they giving him back? Hmm? Well, they're, they're not caring. Uh-huh. So that, that's... So they're taking. But who knows what else they're doing for the ecosystem? Maybe one of them is really good at producing food for everyone. Maybe one of them is like... You're a metafish. I'm just saying, maybe one of them provides the entertainment on every Friday night. All right. You know, maybe like you know, you can't organize that by yourself. All right. Maybe one of them, uh, you know, has is like a mom who has produced like half of the colony. 
Stretching. Stretching. I'm just saying, maybe they have other All right, maybe they, they have about. skills that are not entirely physical. Right. Uh, yeah, but even so, it's so... I don't know, man. Now, here's the thing. Yeah, no, it, I, I do not believe this is a socialist children's book, which is the, the, the thing lowered at it. And let us say right now that this book... Um, which originally, do you want to hear the original title? Okay. Because it, it, it ain't American, originally. The original title was, and I may, I'm going to slaughter this, but it is Der Regenbogenfisch. The Germans? Did the Germans write it? Uh, no. The Germans did not write it, but it is in German. Oh! That's my quiz question, though, and I'm not going to tell you where it's from. But, uh, yes, it was originally written in German, but not from Germany. Ho, 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 ho. Hmm. And, uh, yes, and, uh, so, de Regenbogenfisch, uh, which means, in German, Regenbogen. Rainbow. Is a rainbow. Fish. Fish. <laughs> Fish. I wonder, does that mean octopus? I don't know. I don't know what it means. Um, massive hit. Massive, massive, massive hit. Massive hit. Um, to the point where both my children, I brought this home, tried to hide it in my book bag, and like every time I try to hide things in my book bag, my kids got into the bag and both of them were like, oh, Rainbow Fish, yeah. And they've both been read it multiple times. Uh, and I was like, okay. And my, my daughter was like, why don't you like this? And that's so I had to... That's what I'm asking. Yeah. Because I, I don't. Um, because it's, it's a cheap way to make yourself appealing to children is to put shininess on yourself. That's your objection is the... No, my objection is the story and the scales. The art is not fabulous. It's not bad. It's not terrible. We've seen worse. Well, sure. Oh, come on. You cannot compare 1970s Heather has two mommies. When was was this made? Oh, I should know this. I want to say 99. That's probably late. I'm going to say 90... Did it say in the front of the book? Yeah, it would. It would, it would on the publication page. I'm going to say 94. 92. Ah! Oh! Girl is close. Because this was at our mom's bookstore. Um, yeah. So, which means it had to exist at the same time our mom's bookstore was still alive. And, uh... Yeah. Yeah. So, there you go. Uh, so, it, interpretations of the book. We've already gone over the socialism. Um, other interpretations include, uh... Influencing children to give away their body and bodily autonomy to indulge the wants of others at their own expense. The message is seen as especially negative for girls and women, who are only to be liked if they give away their shiny parts. What? Yeah, I don't know if I go quite that I'm far. Not, yeah. For one thing, it's not a girl. He's right. A, he's a he. He's a he. He is giving away his shiny parts, if you know what I mean. And I don't. I don't know yeah, what, what I that? mean. <laughs> I'm actually a little baffled as to what I mean. If you could please explain to me what I mean. Yeah, you lost I would me. Be a, I would be yeah. appreciative of it. But it is a. It is saying that. Yeah, it's like saying that. He, it's sort of saying that he's special inside, and it's not the shininess that matters. But he is given away. Well, he's learning that himself. But only because he realizes that what's on the outside doesn't matter. And so that's why he's free to get rid of it because it doesn't... It's a rainbow fish. Yeah, but... It's in his name. It is because that's all he cared about. Let's just compare this to a different but somewhat similar children's book. I don't have it here, but Swimmy by Leo Liani. Now, this is a book where there's a little black fish 
and he's alone in, in, in the ocean, and he's all, he and all the little redfish, he's, he's different from them, and they're always constantly being almost eaten by larger fish. And then he realizes if we all band together, we can make the, like, the shape of a big fish, and I will be the black eye, and then we can scare away the bigger fish. And they work together, and it, it's a great, like, teamwork and togetherness. And this book is just, it's so That's, individualistic. You can't, you can't compare the two. This is about sharing. That's about, about teamwork. Sharing. This is about sharing. What's no. a, what's another book about sharing that you could compare this to? Well, The Giving Tree. Okay. Well, obviously, <laughs> of which this fits in quite well. Well, I and, will give and I will give and I will give and I will receive nothing back because it is all about the given. Well, name which is fine if you're name a, a book that's about sharing that you don't hate. A lot of your picture books that's about sharing that I don't yeah. hate. Big Red Lollipop. Why do you like that? I like that because it is, well, it's about sharing, but it's also about forgiveness. It is about a kid who refuses to, sh well, no, she doesn't refuse to share. A, she, a older sister and her younger sister go to a birthday party. The younger sister eats her lollipop right away. The older sister doesn't, puts it in the fridge. The younger sister then eats the lollipop uh, without the older sister's permission. The older sister is incensed. Then a couple years go by, and... Yeah, there's a reason for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm summarizing very quickly. But um, the younger sister is invited to a birthday party, and their mom is going to make her take her little sister as well. And the eldest sister steps in and tells the mom, no, let her go by herself. Don't make her take her younger sister, because her younger sister basically ruined the party for her. And the, the her sister is so grateful that she brings back a lollipop, the, the gift, and then just gives it to the eldest sister as a thank you. Years um, later. Yeah, years later. Years later. It's about forgiveness. It's about sharing. That's not about sharing. It is so about sharing. No. It's so about sharing. It's better no. than this. this. I don't is... know, man. I can't... You know what? It's I, it's a lot of it's the art. I just can't get it over it. It's very cartoony. It's hmm. very... Uh, and I can't get over the cheapness of putting something colored in and shiny just to get kids to like it. You should be able to do that without putting iridescent scales kids in a book. Kids and Kate. Yeah, well, yes. Fine. <laughs> kids and Kate. Kids now, and Kate. Now, I, I say all this knowing full well that I'm about to shoot my own self in the foot. Because. <laughs> so remember last time we did a podcast and we did The Very Hungry Caterpillar. Mm -hmm. And I found the children's books made horrific by Mallory Ortberg. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, she did one for Rainbow Fish, only it wasn't the series children's books made horrific. She had a different series that was on the toast as well. Um, and that was called Ayn Rand Rewrites. Are you familiar with the works of Ayn Rand? Yeah. You are about to become even more familiar. She has rewritten the Rainbow Fish in the style of Ayn Rand, and it backs up everything you're saying and destroys everything I'm saying. But it's so good that I couldn't pass it up. Uh, so yes, if you could read the following. This is a selection from the Rainbow Fish edition of Ayn Rand Reads. One day, a little blue fish followed after him. Rainbow Fish, he called, wait for me. Please give me one of your shiny scales. They are so wonderful and you have so many. Children, this is the first reason. The giving of gifts is a betrayal of your own birthright. You want me to give you one of my special scales? Joy is the goal of existence, and joy is not to be stumbled upon, but to be achieved. Who do you think you are? cried the rainbow fish. Get away from me! Shocked, the little blue fish swam away. He was so upset, he told all of his friends what had happened. 
he and his friends were moochers and looters, idling, trifling, stifling non-producers. From then on, no one would have anything to do with the rainbow fish. They turned away when he swam by. The word we is as lime poured over men, which sets and hardens to stone and crushes all beneath it, and that which is white and that which is black are lost equally in the gray of it. It is the word by which the depraved steal the virtue of the good, by which the weak steal the might of the strong, by which the fools steal the wisdom of the sages. What is joy if all hands, even the unclean, can reach into it? What is wisdom if even the fools can dictate? What is freedom if all creatures, even the botched and impotent, are masters? Ah, the monster of we, the word of serfdom, of plunder, of misery, falsehood, and shame. And the other fish were we, and the rainbow fish alone was I. So that backs you up. Because <laughs> it makes me agree with Ayn Rand. Which I didn't intend to do, um, but I have such a sense of humor that I cannot deny this. It is so well written. Ah, uh, and adapts so brilliantly well. All right, so final judgments. Oh my goodness, we're actually disagreeing. Well, to a point. I'm not saying. So you think this is a classic? You think this is the most classic classic me, that ever classic a class? No, no, no. Oh no, oh. I did not say that. Oh. I'm just saying. Kate loves rainbow fish. No, I Kate don't. I don't. You take that back. I'm just. Kate and rainbow fish sitting in the. All right, go on. Go sitting on. in the giving tree. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. -I I'm not saying. I'm not saying what the small fish did was right. I'm not saying what the rainbow fish did was right. I'm just saying... Well, what are you saying, then? All I'm saying is that that octopus had no reason to ink. That's what you pick up on? The end. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's the thing? This whole book, this whole discussion. Hey, at least I'm not focusing on and the it's last the page. Octopus. That's not the last page! There's no octopus. I'm looking at the last page. There's no octopus there. No, but there should be. That's well, that's, that's, I mean, the octopus is kind of... I don't understand anything anymore. <laughs> that's my uh, favorite part of the story is the octopus. Man. Yeah. Uh, so... All right. If I had to rate this... Yeah, go there, do the thing. Well, Out of scale of 10, 10 being the most classic, 1 being the no. Well, I didn't read this as a kid. So I can't say I can call back on my youth, you know. Um, I would say... What year did it come out? 94? 92. 92. So I was in the second grade. So you could have been read this, potentially. I could have. Mm, but you weren't. But I weren't. Wasn't. Um, I'm going to give this a... 6.5. What? Because of Above 5? Because of the octopus. Oh, no, no, no. If you want octopuses, I got octopuses. I've got more octopus picture books than I can, like, throw a stick at. You you don't need to rely on this for the octopus. You can't even see that octopus. It's covered in a cloud of ink. Mainly because you will no longer be the most beautiful fish in the sea, but you will discover how to be happy. I like that. <laughs> no, no, it's so trite, so easy. 
it's not. No, 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 no. Children's books, when they give lessons, they shouldn't. That's didactic. It's too obvious. It's, uh It's, it's no. not obvious to a kid. And you, and it's for kids. It's for kids. But like, kids deserve the best possible writing with the best possible art. This I is agree. Neither of those. I don't think the art's as bad as all you're saying it, it is. It's That's not. It's great. not that bad. Speaking I of, look, it's, I like the glittery scales. All well, right. See, this is this is the sticking point. This is the point. Yeah, you where don't we, like the scales. I like. I the scales. dislike them intensely. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with the scales. It's not art. Says who? Me. That's just shininess stuck on there. It's not even glitter. Glitter would require some work. Well, what would you recommend if not these scales? You can paint in a way that shows glitteriness. I have seen books that have exuded light and energy and beauty without having to put, a, to literally like cut out cheap, cheap, cheap little hologram-esque, like, shiny things and sticking them on in the book. No, no, we don't need this. But it's Kids the whole... Kids don't need this. It's the whole point of the book. Exactly! And if you're going to mass-produce this, you need something that can go on th millions of books, right? Yeah, obviously. Something that's going to be cheap and mass-produced. Yeah, no, 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 no. You don't have to be actually cheap to make a book that is cheap. You can look beautiful without having to rely Did on... Marcus Feister write and illustrate it? Yes, he did. This is all him. 100%. So you don't like either his writing or his art? Um, no. So can you say anything positive about poor Marcus's work? Oh, sure. I mean, I'm... So I'll give it my rating, uh -huh. which is not a one. Uh -huh. It's a two. Okay. Because you've convinced me that it's... The octopus is awesome. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, that sharing is caring. And uh, there you go. And so for sharing books, sure. And that and that looks aren't everything. Yeah, no, this is not my least... And I should say, this is not my least favorite children's book of all time. Um, I reserve that for other children's books. Actually, I reserve that for one very special children's book. Um, that is not this. Uh, this book... I've always been meh on it. And I'm, so I feel like I'm defending a very negative uh, attitude towards it. When in fact, I'm merely meh. So why are you giving it such a low rating? All right, fine. So I'll give it a three. Fine. Three. I mean, you, you don't like messages about sharing? You don't like Not messages, when they're done poorly. You don't like messages about not caring about what's on the outside, but better yourself. Not when they're done poorly. There are so many books that do it better. Okay. Which I could bring in and show you. Well, I I am only going off of what I All know. Right. This is true. Which is like so you're coming from the a five point of books ignorance. we've gone over. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Now. Okay. All right. Now that's a fair point. That's a fair point. If there are only five books in the universe, and I show you, you Rainbow Fish, and the other ones you've seen are Tiki Tiki Tembo, then yeah, Rainbow Fish is gonna look pretty dang good. All right. Fair play to you, sir. All I right. concede that point. I All right. I scored my ink at you, sir. All right. I disappear in the bloom of it. <laughs> and on that note, uh, let's talk about grown-up things we like. Okay. It's another edition of grown-up things we like. Do you want to go first or me? Are you going to poison me this time? I'm not going to poison you. Are you sure? Uh, 
Because I see a whole tray of things in this room that could potentially poison me. Yes, like like chocolates and water bottles. I don't know what's in those chocolates. I don't know what you put in those water bottles. No. I, I live don't. in fear every day. I will not poison the you The malort, man, the malort. Uh, no, this past weekend, I went to Cirque du Soleil's performance of Luzia. Yay! That sounds fun. There, it's, it's Luzia, a waking dream of Mexico. It's their, uh, every show that they do has a theme. Oh, was it about water? Love is about the Beatles? Michael Jackson? Hopefully you can figure that one out. Luzia is about a Mexican culture and music and... Um, it's very fun and very entertaining, and their little blurb says, Discover Luzia, where a waking dream transports you to an imaginary Mexico. Experience a wondrous world that inspires you to explore your senses, enveloped in light and nurtured by rain. Um, there's a lot of uh, rain techniques I had never seen before, which I thought were amazing. Uh, there were acts done that I had never seen before, and I've seen at least, I don't know, eight Cirque shows, something mm -hmm. like that. Wow. Um, really? Eight? Something like that. That is amazing. I've seen it quite a few. Wow. Yeah. Different shows or yeah. all the same one? Yeah, different oh, shows. Different show. okay. Yeah. Um, so they're in Chicago until September 3rd, and then they're going to Atlanta from September to mid-November, and then they're going to LA and Costa Mesa, California, too. So if you get the chance, I highly recommend it. Luzia by Cirque du Soleil. Wonderful. And uh, it has a really good trailer online as well, uh, I have discovered, because I was showing it to my kids. Huh. So, just to get them interested in what it was. Yeah. Um, that is excellent. Uh, this week, uh, I'm doing another TV show. You would think I watch this stuff all the time, uh, which I don't. But but once in a while, I like to try the new series. Okay, I totally thought you meant you were going to be on another TV show, and I was like, wait, I missed the first one. What show were you on? <laughs> yeah, I've been on many shows. What? I'm on syndication all the time. Right. It's why I'm so rich. <laughs> <laughs> ha! Ha ha. <sighs> <sighs> all right. Um, yeah, no, no. I have uh, another... So last, last time we spoke, I, I was talking about how I finished second season of uh, Master of None. Uh, now I've started watching Glow. Have you heard of Glow? Uh, yes and no. Okay, so Glow stands for Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. And it is, uh, it is a, a, uh, a historical piece, hmm. uh, set in the 80s of, uh, basically of, of, of women wrestlers and these actresses who are sort of hired to be these women wrestlers. And it has an amazing cast. Uh, Mark Marin, uh, who does the WTF podcast. Yep, uh, yep. he he plays the manager. Um, it's not much of a stretch for him. It's <laughs> pretty much Mark Marin playing Mark Marin. Okay, but he's really good. He's really really good. And um, oh, it's just it's just fun. Uh, if you want a TV show that's just fun and the most horrifically 80s thing the costumes oh dear god because when you watch a lot of like 80s period pieces they kind of go overboard they're like shoulder pads and look we're all wearing leg warmers and it's like it's not very realistic this is realistic in that it shows the bad like the jeans that went up to the first rib that you had on your body 
Like, because that, because God forbid they go any lower than I just, that. I just had a flashback of a belt that used to have that had a bunch of beads on it. That's yeah. Out, like, LA I forgot I had that belt until this very moment. And now I'm going to take that memory and I'm going to dig a hole <laughs> in the left side of my brain. And I'm just going to bury it back there. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. I what know what to about? find you for Christmas. Nope. No, you don't. No, you really, you really, you really don't. But you know what? Vests are in abundance on this show. Embroidered vests. You've had some of those too. Yeah. Damn right I did. And yep. they were ugly as sin. Yep. Uh, yeah. And the hair. Oh, Lord, the hair. Um, because the uh, oh, the characters on the show are, I'm sure, very attractive if they are not in their 80s gear. But they are in their 80s gear. And, oh, it's a delight. It's just a delight to watch. Um, it's not really cringe comedy. Um, which, again, I every time I talk about shows I watch, I'm like, it's not cringe comedy. This one's a little more cringy. Uh, but it's still super good. It's super good and super fun. And who doesn't want to watch women doing, A, really bad acting like watching good actresses act badly is great and then be uh doing fake wrestling moves all i need to see is a show like this but with um roller derby and my life will be complete okay so glow gorgeous ladies of wrestling and uh that i think uh wraps it up so this i'm happy to say we have come the closest to disagreeing on a book of all time we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. This is good. This is. I guess I just need to only bring in books I loathe and uh, and detest <laughs> well, and abhor. So, like on the list of the top one hundred picture books, yes. Where does this fall? This did not fall. It did not get sufficient votes. It. I'm not going to say it didn't get votes. It did get votes, but insufficient votes to show up on the first one hundred. It may have been on the top one hundred fifty. Oh. Um, but it did not because trust me. These notes that I type up and that I bring onto this podcast often come from those posts that I did, huh. and Rainbowfish was nowhere to be seen on there. Interesting. So yeah, but it is still considered a classic because every school I've ever encountered reads it or shows a video of it or school something with it. Of fish. Mm -hmm. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. I'm or just there. saying, if you show me another children's book about sharing, about not caring about your image, maybe my score of this will then go down because I'll have other books that I can compare it to. All the challenges before me. Actually, there was a book I was intending to do at some point, and what you're saying would be perfect for me. All right, I have that book, and we're gonna do it freaking next time. Okay. So stay tuned for that, folks. <laughs> I'm Betsy Bird. I'm Kate. We'll see you next time. Fuse 8 and Kate is a Fuse Number 8 production. You can reach us at FuseKate8 at gmail.com. You can follow Betsy on Twitter at Fuse8, that's Fuse and 8, E-I-G-H-T. Follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Haddon Gibbonskine, and our Foley artist and head of Global Trends and Futuring is Drew Atienza. Fuse 8 and Kate is a creation of Kate Ramsey and Betsy Bird and does not reflect the views of School Library Journal.